Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Welcome to this week's episode on The Gut Goddess Show, and this week we're talking about why you are exhausted. Three reasons why you are tired, fatigued, knackered, whatever word that you want to use. And I'm going to be sharing with you more about how energy is actually made in the body and why it is that you feel exhausted and therefore what you can do about it. This isn't just some fluffy like, oh, drink a coffee. This is actually looking at, okay, what is the system of energy production and what can go wrong with that? And therefore, when you know that, there's so much that you can do. So make sure you listen to this. This is going to be a really helpful and practical one. And I know you're going to get a couple of like aha moments where you're like, oh, right. This is why I'm tired. Kiss you. Okay. So that is what we're talking about today. But I've also got a couple of exciting things. So if you love the show and you haven't left a review, please rate it and leave a review on iTunes. I'd be so grateful and share it. If you listen to this, share it on Instagram, do a screenshot, share it with your friends. I am always amazed at how many people listen to this podcast. Um, it's very astounding and awesome, but I would love to help more people. That's my goal because I know the better you feel, that's just gonna, that's only gonna do good things in the world. I know that. So, and if you have, if you know that you are struggling with your energy and you have done for a really long time and you don't know yet, I am doing in May a, a brand new program called Energize. It is a seven day group program that's going to be live led by me. I'm going to share with you the keys, the key foundations to double your energy, improve your sugar cravings, sleep better, like just the key foundations for you to just see an incredible boost in your energy. And it is incredibly affordable. I've made this accessible to all people. It includes meal plans, workshops, modules, email support from me. And I'm just going to be sharing with you some more detail. I'll also be able to give you some more personalized feedback because we'll be working together in this way. Um, and I've not done this before. It's brand new stuff and it's going to be phenomenal. So if you would love to double your energy this month, go to keziahall.com forward slash energize. Energize is spelt with an S go to keziahall.com forward slash energize. Or if you just go to keziahall.com, you'll see energize in the menu tab at the top. Click on that, sign up. I would love, love, love to spend time with you, to support you and help you get more energy. Because what could you do with that energy? I think you'd do some pretty awesome stuff. Maybe you'd start growing some vegetables. Maybe you'd get that second dog you want. Maybe you would go back and retrain for a totally different career. Maybe you would start advocating for certain things. Maybe you'd volunteer. Maybe you'd do up your house. Maybe like there's so many things that you can do. Energy is such a foundational things of our lives. Yet for some reason, most of us are willing to accept crap energy when it's not, I think so much of the time energy, and I talk about this in this show, we think of energy as like this outward thing, like, oh, I hope I get energy. When energy is some is a system in your body, in your biology that you create. So when you know the system, you can create. Now it's not limitless, it's not a limitless amount of energy, but you can really optimize the creation. It's not like, oh, I hope I have more energy one day, or I don't have much energy and there's no reason why. No, there is a reason why. And there's something you can do about it. 
So listen to this podcast. If you want to know more and you want my help, join the Energize program. If you want to double your energy in seven days, I know that sounds like a grand promise, but it can happen. So join me in that. I would love, love, love to see you. Um, Otherwise, I can't think of any other updates. So let's get on. This is a really good one. I I, I do do get passionate. Warning, passion alert. (laughs) As I talk about having energy. Okay, so let's get going. Did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list. You are going to feel so much clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feeling really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier and it's going to be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well, but you know, I'm ramping it up and making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health and it's a twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening and you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next steps for you? These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be and how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, I love what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that or it might not be but you will be clear on what are the next steps I know so much of the time people are googling they're reading they're getting contradictory advice and in the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds so if you want one of these free calls I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and they'll be done on zoom and you can book in at kezia hall k-e-z-i-a-h-a-l-l.com forward slash book so that's keziahall.com forward slash book book in your free clarity call you can also find the link in the show notes on instagram i would love to chat with you these are really fun they're going to be really informative but also chilled zero pressure and yes we'll talk about working with me if i think honestly that's going to be a good fit and if you want to but these are not like i don't know high pressure calls they're meant to be fun they're meant to be helpful and I would love 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 for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease that's that's really what we want right so book your call keziahall.com forward slash book b-o-o-k you can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top book a clarity call you can book in there I would love to chat with you I really really would so pause this right now. Pause, go book in, come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. 
three reasons you are exhausted. So, we are going to be getting down to some nitty gritty. I know you just love that phrase. I don't know where it came from. Anyway, um, and looking at why you are tired and um, what are the, some of the reasons behind that. I'm going to explain a little bit about what that actually means in your body and really share with some stuff that I feel like, I don't know, when people are talking, like when the stuff, when you Google the stuff and you're like, why am I tired? Sometimes it just comes up like with really generic, like drink some water type thing, but it doesn't really explain like what is actually going on if you're tired. So that's what I want to do today to really give you the tools of like, oh, okay, this might be happening. And then I'm going to share with you three real reasons. These aren't, this is not an exclusive or exhaustive list, but the, the things that come up most often and um, with clients, because I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of people now, I've been doing this for five plus years as my um, holistic nutrition practice. And well, actually before that I was a health coach. So that kind of all blends into one. And then anyway, now as a holistic nutritionist, I would probably say 90% of my clients are tired, fatigued, exhausted, whatever the word they want to call it to differing degrees um, is a spectrum. Some people are like chronically fatigued and have had to like stop working. And other people are like, I'm just about managing to hold down my job, but I have no energy for literally anything else. Um, and some people it comes out of nowhere and other people it's just permanent. Like, you know, I often ask clients in office session, like when in the day do you feel like you have the most energy? And they're like, look at me blank. Like I, ne I never have a peak of energy in the day. Whereas other people, their energy sometimes feels really good and then it totally crashes. So we want to really look at why, what that is, what's going on, because you having energy is not just, oh, that would be nice. You know, it's not just like, oh, well, because I mean, I would, I would like to have more energy because it's nice to feel nice. No, you having energy is crucial for you and, and all the roles, all the dreams, all the everything you want to do in your life, all the people you want to serve and love in your career, in your job, in your family, in your friendships, in, this, in the beautiful things you want to create, in the um, places you want to go, like you having energy is so crucial. Our energy is such a powerful resource. It's such an important currency that we have. Yet most of the time we settle for really crap energy and we, and we push through. You're probably really good at pushing through if you're anything like my clients, but that actually makes it worse. And you don't need to push through. You shouldn't have to push through because energy is something that your body creates on a daily basis. And when you can understand the system of energy production and you can understand why you're tired, you can actually really create a really wealthy and rich amount of energy. And we're gonna, I want to, I use um, energy and the metaphor of money, not metaphor, but and money as a really great mirror in terms of talking about energy. I do that a lot with my clients. I'm going to do that in this episode. So you having energy, I really don't want you to think like, oh, it's a nice to have. No, it's, you being energized is a necessity for you to fully show up and serve and love and leave the impact and the legacy that you are here on earth to do. I am a big believer that you are here for a purpose and for a reason. And that doesn't need to be some like grand thing in that you're here to 
be the next prime minister, although if you do want to be, yes, you definitely need energy for that. And I'm so here for it. You know, this isn't just about grand things. This can be like, you really feel like you'd love to have an allotment and you really want to love your family really well. And you'd love to maybe um, adopt more rescue dogs. You know, all of those things are brilliant, but you need energy to do them. Or maybe you're in a job that you feel really passionate about and you want to kind of get to that next level on that promotion, but you're so exhausted at the end of the day. You don't you can't imagine that next level with that next level of the responsibilities with the energy that you currently have or maybe you are on a fertility journey and that is so exhausting and you need the energy for that and you know if you are successful in conceiving and having a baby that heck you definitely need energy when you have newborns or maybe you already have three kids and actually secretly you know you'd love to have a fourth but you're so knackered now you're like I literally don't think I have any reserves to have a fourth baby but on the, when you look really deep inside that's what you would love or maybe you hate your job and you want to create a property development thing and flip houses and all of these kinds of things and but you know you you're gonna need energy to do that whatever it is you maybe want to travel the world you want to act, campaign against things of injustice you want to um do a kitchen renovation like whatever it is you need energy to do that so don't settle for less than when it comes to energy because this is this is just biology this isn't like hopefully maybe i will be blessed by the gods above and given more energy like nothing wrong with with that thought but also this is this is also just like a system that if you learn and understand you can optimize uh which if you can then like why not <laughs> that's my approach yes we can't control everything that happens on our bodies and in our lives for sure but the things we can control then I'm up for influencing those and from experience I've been someone who um has had a lot of fatigue in the past and now I would say my energy isn't perfect, but considering I run a business, I see clients and help people every single week. I have three children under three. I gave birth to twins last year. I love to run. I just completed my first 10K. I still don't have optimal, I still get woken up in the night from a, from a child, <laughs> children waking me up perspective. Not of my own accord, believe me. <laughs> Down to me, I sleep like a log. <laughs> But, uh, but then to be fair, that's also because I've worked on really hard on my sleep anyway, which is a different episode, but having energy is so crucial. And again, there might be spectrums to this, depending on what's going on with your health. Maybe you're undergoing treatment just now. Um, and you know, you, you're not going to have a hundred percent energy, but you could probably improve. I think so often we dismiss, um, as ourselves feeling better, especially if we have known health issues or labels that you maybe have had for a really long time. Maybe you were diagnosed with various autoimmune issues in your early 20s and you're now late 30s and you just think, I'm just tired. This is just who I am. And yes, I there might be a, a limit to your energy depending on your health condition, but that does not mean you can't improve. But we often like abandon it. It's that whole all or nothing thing. It's like, well, I'm never going to be able to have a hundred percent. So I may as well just have 10% of energy when really the option of 50 or 60% energy, which is a six fold improvement from where you are now is available to you. But because we've been given some label, we think, oh no, it's just, I'm just going to be tired my whole life. No, no, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. You might not be able to have the same energy levels as me. For example, maybe you have collected like four autoimmune conditions in the past like 
decade or so. I thankfully have not yet got any autoimmune issues. So maybe my peak energy isn't going to be the same as your peak energy, but that doesn't mean you can't improve. doesn't mean it because it's still the same system, you know? So I feel passionately about women having energy because I just know so many people that are tired (laughs) and I've been tired. I've worked with so many people with chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, ME. Oh, there's an ant on my desk. Hello, Mr. Ant or Mrs. Ant. I always feel like ants must be female, but anyway, okay. That ant is going to keep us company. Don't know where that's come from. Um, Sorry. The other, the last podcast I think I recorded, there was a robin that popped up. My I currently have an office in the garden that I built. Really great idea, FYI, if you work from home and have also children in the house or dogs or anyone else who makes noise. Um, And I have like these little windows in that basically feels like I'm in like a little hide, you know, bird box thing where you're like looking out. I constantly see squirrels and robins. Anyway. I digress. So energy, energy. Why are you exhausted? But before we kind of dive into that, let's look first at energy. What is it? How do we make it? Because we've got to understand the system. Energy is not just like, hopefully I'll get more energy. Energy is cultivated, it's created, and it is the result of a very finely honed system within the body. So when we're talking about energy, First of all, let's look at what is it. So energy, um, and I'm just going to go really simple and quick through this. So this is not an extensive thing, FYI. But generally speaking, you we create energy in most of our cells in the body, apart from our red blood cells. So every cell in the body, you're made up of millions and billions of cells. Um, you have um, something called mitochondria within each cell. And mitochondria is like your power plant. That is really where you create energy. And when we're talking about energy within the body, we're talking about this, um, something called ATP. And there's a whole set of reactions that take place all the time to produce this thing that is energy, aka ATP, which is short for adenosine triphosphate, I think. But I find these things quite hard to pronounce. So I'm very grateful for the acronyms acronyms? No, that's not the right word. Anyway, shortening, ATP. Um, And we make ATP. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about energy. And in order to make ATP, it actually costs us ATP. So I can't remember exactly, but it's roughly, let's say two ATP, no, four ATP go into this reaction and then we get six out or something like that, or it's two in and four out. Anyway, that's not, it's roughly, that's how it works. I probably should have remember that before. But anyway, you probably don't care. You make, it costs you ATP to make ATP. So there's this whole process in order to make it, you gotta, you know, you gotta spend something in order to make something. It's kind of how lots of things work in the world. So that's really what we're talking about. So if you are exhausted, it means one or both of the following. Number one, if you're feeling exhausted and tired, you are struggling to make optimal ATP. You are struggling with this. Now, I say optimal because if you are alive and, you know, you are obviously making ATP. So we're really talking about optimal ATP here. That's the first reason if you're tired. The next reason is that you are, if you're exhausted or tired and fatigued, is that you are wasting or overspending the energy you produce. So really it's either a production problem, the creation of energy. Number two, it's a wasting or an overspending or a draining of the energy you make. So maybe you have brilliant ATP production, it's optimal, but you are spending left, right, and center. And we'll talk more about what that means. Or maybe you actually just really, it's like a bit like money, you're just really struggling to make the currency. So 
you're not even necessarily wasting it, but it's just, oh, you just, you just not got it there. Often I find with clients, it's probably a mix of both. Um, but for some people, uh, for some people it is more one than the other, depending on their health history and symptoms and these kind of things. So as you can see from that, you can see why I talk about, use the money analogy for uh, energy when I'm talking to clients. So energy is a bit like money. It's, I think about it's like a currency. So it's something that we make. It's not a limitless resource of just, woo, just your body just has tons of it. No, no, no. It costs you money. It costs energy to make money, just like often costs you money to get to work. Well, it used to, remember when we commuted? <laughs> or, you know, either from your training, your work clothes, even petrol, all of those kind of things in order for you to go to work and make money. You know, I run my business. It costs me every month. There's overheads. It costs me money before I've ever made any money. Same with energy. It costs you some to make some. So it's a bit like money. And it's also, we want, um, and it's, this is a couple of analogies I use when I'm talking with clients. So if you're exhausted all the time, it's kind of like the equivalent of you being in debt. I sometimes call it energetic debt. You don't have enough to pay for what you're doing. You don't have enough energy to pay for what you're doing. Now, this again is more metaphorical. It's not necessarily the exact biochemistry, but it's a really helpful way of thinking about it. So if you're tired all the time, it's a bit like you being in the red or being in debt. You, you're constantly spending, but you've not got much coming in or what you have has totally been depleted. Okay, so that can be a way of thinking about when we're talking about energy, it is a biochemical reality. It is not a limitless resource. It's a currency, a bit like energy. You produce it in the body in these these parts of your cells called the mitochondria that actually come from bacteria, but that's a whole of them whatever conversation um and we make energy so if you are exhausted it's either a production problem or a spending problem or said you're struck or said another way you're struggling to make energy and you're wasting it potentially on things that you could or like I often think about energy like a bucket if you're feeling really tired all the time you could have lots of energy pouring into that bucket but if you've got loads of holes you need to plug those holes for you to not feel exhausted. So if you have a bucket with no holes in, then you're going to feel, you know, your energy will overfloweth, <laughs> kind of. Or, oh, But if you've got tons of buckets and you could pour it in and it just goes instantly. And it is worth saying energy is like money. It's not necessarily this limitless resource. So some of the problem around energy is the reality of adulting. I sometimes call it clients. And I've, I've had to reckon with this is that um, learning to manage your energy a bit like money at some point in your life. Um, you've either done it already or you need to do it soon. You'll come to the point where you're like, oh, I need to manage my money better because it just needs a bit of management. You need to, same with energy, you need to manage your energy because it isn't limitless. It isn't this like running tap that just never, never runs out. So sometimes if you're exhausted, it might be as simple as you have never really thought about managing your energy. There's still that almost childlike expectation. You know, you see toddlers like I have where they're just like, go, 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 go. They're just like, go, energy, go. Then they crash. And there's no like management of their energy. It's just like constant expectation that full energy is always, always, always there. Then there's a meltdown, a tantrum, they rest a bit and then it starts again. Whereas when you're an adult, <laughs> there needs to be more of an awareness of like, okay, my energy isn't limitless. 
I need to, like, I have to prioritize where my energy goes. So that is a part of the conversation. But for a lot of people I'm working with, yes, that is a part of the conversation. But then there's also some real just biology wonkiness <laughs> happening that you need to address as well. But it's worth saying that the the sad fact that we do need to adult, I call it adulting clients where you're just like, oh, yeah, I do just have to like manage this a little bit. Okay. And that's especially important if you've got more chronic fatigue or really long term fatigued. The most of the clients I work with, with a severe fatigue, sorry, are very high performing, um, get a lot done, very productive, high achievers. So they are just, they almost have a desire from like a good ambition. I, I am this person, so I know it well. It's like there's so many things I want to do. So I'll just push and do and do and do and do and do because I want to and because it's fun and because I can and because I'm capable. So I just keep on spending, 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 but I take no time to like reinvest as if we think about money or like um, cultivate more. So often if you are a very high achieving person, you can just from, it doesn't necessarily, not necessarily from a stress place or a bad place, but you can just pour and spend and spend and spend and spend your energy without ever considering that it needs to be managed properly. And if you don't manage it properly, you end up in burnout. And if you have been chronically fatigued, this is a, a, a pattern that comes up where you, you know, you've spent, you get a tiny bit of energy and you spend it immediately. So say you're someone that spends most of the day lying down, sitting down or in bed, then one day you have good energy. Immediately you spend it on tidying up and decluttering the house. What does that happen? That means you're going to go into a crash because you've done too much. What It's like having no money, someone immediately giving you hundred pounds and you spend it immediately. We, when there's a lot of long-term fatigue, you need to allow energy to cultivate. You need to get to the point where you're like, oh, if I don't do something, like I need to, I need to, you need to pace your energy, but you need to let, allow your body to get out of that energetic debt before you spend, spend, spend. So that can be a really helpful way of thinking about it. A lot of people I work with, um, where there is fatigue, they are overspenders of their energy and they do not know and they do not know how to rest and how to allow energy to build up, let's say, in their, air quotes, a bank account. And this has been me. This would be me. This is something I constantly work on because I, I think I'm naturally quite a high energy personality. I'm very optimistic. I'm highly ambitious. I just have lots of things I want to do, like fun things. It's not things I should do um, because I don't do things I, sh- I should do. It's a whole other thing. But I, I want to do things. So I constantly have to be like, okay, Kezia, you need to be an adult. You need to manage this. Um, you did a big run yesterday. Okay, what are you going to do today? You need to not do exercise, chill, watch Encanto with your kids, take an hour to yourself, have a nap, do some yoga, or, you know, really rest, which is important. Okay, so why are you exhausted? So we've talked about some of the bigger things. It's either you're struggling to make it or you're overspending it. So let's kind of go into a bit more detail of what that might actually look like and these kind of three reasons. So first one, Let's focus on the struggle, the production struggle. You're struggling with that optimal production of ATP. Why would this be? What could be the reasons behind that? Lots of different reasons um, that I can see. It can be um, a mitochondrial dysfunction. So if we think about that part of your cell that's making ATP, that um, can be affected by mycotoxins or mold, things like heavy metals, um, inflammation, um, certain medications, lots of different things. 
um, fertility issues if you're struggling with. Now, these aren't, um, when I when I say safe fertility issues, it doesn't mean um, that fertility issues give you poor mitochondrial function, which is often how we think. These are just grouped together because fertility issues often, there's if there's fertility issues, there's mitochondrial dysfunction happening because your ovaries, for example, are so mitochondrial rich. Because yeah, as you imagine, it's a quite high, high energy area. <laughs> Making humans, a lot of energy required. Um, so these aren't fertility issues equal this. These are like just groupings together because it's a bit like chicken and egg sometimes, just just so you know. So I don't need to be like, Kenny, I was listening to this and then my fertility, my fertility issues is caused by this. My mitochondria is caused by this. No, these are just things that are grouped together that I see going together often. So mitochondrial dysfunction, this, this can look like lots of different things, mold, heavy metals, fertility issues, um, chronic fatigues, fibromyalgia, lots of different things, a cognitive decline, because obviously your brain is, you know, a high energy area. So really, if you're struggling with production, you really want to look at, um, at that actual energy production cycle. So that is like a big overview. And there's things that get in the, in, in the way of that. So if we think about energy production, we have the Krebs cycle, the citric acid cycle, or it gets called lots of different things. If you remember that from biology and learning that at school, and that is quite an elaborate process, shall we say, where lots of things affect it. So mold, heavy metals can actively get in the way of that. Other things can get in the way of that. Hormonal imbalances, um, high sugar diets, nutrient depletions can massively get in the way of that. So your ability to produce ATP, this this um, re- this creation, this like chain reaction, shall we say, that goes on to that ends up in ATP production requires so many nutrients, B1, B2, B3, magnesium, iron. It requires either carbs, protein, or fats. Um, it requires CoQ10 enzymes, like uh, so many different things, so many key nutrients are involved in this. So there's two factors. You can have stuff getting in the way, mold, heavy metals, um, viral stuff, even viral infections, Lyme, long COVID, these kind of things, viral stuff can all get in the way, but you also need certain ingredients, should we say, meaning nutrients to create like magnesium. You need that for the synthesis of ATP production. But if you don't eat many green vegetables and you have really poor digestion and you're stressed out all the time, we could hazard a guess that your magnesium is going to be low. So you can see how it's quite easy to end up with a non-optimal creation of this thing called ATP. And again, this also goes back to what I say all the time, that digestion is so important because how do we get those nutrients? How do we get magnesium, B1, B2? How do we get iron? How All of these things, a lot of them, not all of it, but a lot of it is through the food we eat. It's through digestion. So if you are not digesting, meaning if you are not taking Putting the food that you put in your mouth is not getting broken down to the right molecular size to get passed through your gut lining into your blood. If that isn't happening, if that process isn't happening properly, then there can be nutrient depletions, even if you are eating a quote unquote perfect diet. Your ability to digest food is a huge factor on your energy and on your hormones and skin and mental health and all the things, which is why this show is called The Gut Goddess Show. Gut, your gut is important. So struggling with production. There's some big picture things. There's things that can, like toxins that can get out of the way. And then there's almost like ingredients that can be lacking. And then you're trying to make a sponge cake and you've got no flour and sugar. And you're like, well, this isn't going to end up as a sponge cake. 
<laughs> you can imagine the outcome is going to be slightly wonky. And now the body is not quite as basic as that. You know, it finds, it's very creative. It will always find ways to make energy, but just on a really simple level. So that's one of the first things is that production is, have you, is there arsenic toxicity like I have? Have you been exposed to mold and lived in moldy places? Do you have a job that's quite high in environmental toxins? You know, I worked with a hairdresser last year and she'd spent like 30 years with hair dyes, toxins, cleaning products, like in a really toxic fumed area. Also, there'd been um, contaminated water. You know, what toxins are happening, but also is there nutrient depletions happening that are getting in the way of this production? So that's the first reason, okay? Okay, so that's looking at the production part. Now, another reason why you can be exhausted is to do with this overspending part. And there's two parts of this because I've given you three reasons. So number one is that mitochondrial dysfunction, which we just talked about. Number two is this overspending. And there's two parts to this. So one of the ways that I see a lot of the time overspending happening is by um, what I call the mental load. So it's people carrying too many things juggling too many things, too much stuff going on in their brain. They're, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing everything, but it's the, oh, we need to take the uh, the dogs to the vet and then they've got the dentist, and then we need to get those birthday presents sorted out and then, oh, that stuff on the house and I need to phone the joining for that and the electrics has gone and then, oh, I forgot about this email for work and I need to do that and then that bill needs to be paid and I need to shut that bank account and open that bank account. And then also, oh, that needs fixing, which is really annoying. And I totally need to send that back to the post office. And I said that I would do this for a friend. And I've been meaning to organize a cleaner for my house. And then also I need to meal plan because I just keep eating so many unhealthy things. And oh my goodness, I need to kind of find, but I first need to find time to shop, but I don't really know what to buy. The mental load. This can go on for everyone. I find it especially so with women because women tend to do most of the unseen, unpaid let's be honest, unappreciated work in our society still, unfortunately. It's changing, but it's generally the case. Um, and this can be huge. And that doesn't just mean you doing the stuff. Maybe you're in a partnership and your partner is really proactive. Like they do stuff. They're not just lounging on the sofa, but you're still the delegator. You are managing your household, potentially. And if that, that is a massive load to carry. Or this said another way is that you really struggle to switch your brain off. You might be like, oh, Kezia, I don't think I'm doing too much, but you struggle to switch your brain off in the evening. You can be quote unquote having relaxing time watching Netflix, but your brain is writing lists. It's thinking about work. It's doing all of these different things. And you really struggle to sit down and breathe, sit down and take a moment of calm. You tried meditating and it was awful. You hated it. You didn't work and you felt like you were doing a crap job of it. It's that inability to to get your nervous system into a parasympathetic state for a prolonged period of time. That is really exhausting on your body. It's really taxing and it will lead you to feeling burnt out, exhausted, tired and impact this pathway, this ATP production. So really honing in on, okay, what is my mental load? Am I carrying everything? Am I the manager of my entire household or life or family or whatever that looks like? Where can I get help? Where can I offload things? Not delegate. Not delegate. Hand over completely. Unless you really love carrying all the things. If you really love that, do it. Do it so intentionally and know intentionally the cost that that is. Like the drain on it and have that appreciated and respected in your life. But for me personally, 
I do not want to have the mental load of my entire household. So that has been a process I've been doing over the last couple of years of like not delegating, not being the delegator and the manager of our house, but just being like, you do this. I'm not thinking about this. I'm not thinking about, I'm not doing nursery correspondence, for example. I'm not that person. I'm not getting the emails. I'm not getting the phone calls. I'm not figuring out, oh, it's a non-uniform day or it's this. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing dentist appointments. No, not thinking about that. Not planning it, not booking it, not putting in the diary. It's your job to do. And obviously I'm lucky. I'm in a partnership with like in that, I'm in a typical family environment. There's me, my partner and kids. So there's, there's that ability. And obviously everyone's situation is different. I'm just sharing that as an example. But being able to um, be aware of the mental load you're carrying is huge, huge, because that is really draining on your energy and it's a constant drain on your energy. And then also part of that is this being able to switch into a parasympathetic state, which people find really hard. If you're somebody that just struggles to switch off and you always prefer to be on the go, 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 and then just fall asleep, that is not healthy for your biology, for your cells, for your energy production, for your brain, and it will lead to burnout. Or just you slowly getting more and more and more and more exhausted. Even if it's something you want to do, it's not saying you have to like, dele- you you know, I just explained how I've been dele- not delegating, like handing off things in my family and that I don't want to be that manager of the household. But you might want to be, and that's totally fine. But it's that ability of just being intentional, being able to switch off as well. And also getting help where you need help. Everybody needs support. Everybody needs help. I know we often think of, I remember when um, my financial situation was different and I would just be like, support just means spending money. It doesn't always. It can be just asking for help, doing swaps, being creative. There's so many things, ways you can get support without spending money. But also, what have you spent money on recently? new iPhone, gym membership, personal trainer, some new eyelashes, you know, a holiday abroad, an upgrade in your car. None of those things are wrong at all. I'm here for all of them, as I have said on multiple occasions. So don't judge yourself. Don't make this wrong. This isn't a judgment. I do all of, I spend money on all of those things, apart from the car thing, because at the moment I have three kids under three. There's literally no point in having a nice car because it gets covered in actual shit (laughs) and crumbs and oat cakes and pureed sweet potato. (laughs) But look at, do look at that. But we've had that conversation before on the podcast, so I will not labor that point. But really look at that. It will be, if you are exhausted, you need to change. And it's said another way, if you're exhausted and you want to have more energy, then what you are doing right now is making you exhausted. The way it's been for the last six months in your life is creating exhaustion. So that needs to change. It, your your mental load needs to change. Your, your, the time you spend resting and switching off your nervous system, not switching off, switching your nervous system needs to change. Now, this doesn't mean, Kezia, Kezia says I need to spend an hour a day meditating and an hour a day doing yoga. No, this is just being aware. It means getting help. It means um, offloading things or delegating things, depending on the role that you want to have. But don't underestimate the mental load. Don't underestimate your ability for your nervous system to really rest because you can sit and think you're resting by watching Netflix. But if your brain is whirling and your nervous system is going, it is not restful. Or for example, uh, like I was watching this Anatomy of a Scandal, I think it's called, on Netflix, which is great, great show. Loved it. Really interesting characters. Anyway, but it was not, so you could think watching Netflix is relaxing, 
but it's not for my brain because it's such like a, there's trauma in the show that can be triggering. There's like, it's not like a chilled, it's not like watching, I don't know, some other program where not much happens. Like, I don't know. I was going to say the David Attenborough stuff, but even that can be hard and because it gets you stressed out about the climate. Anyway, so really being able to switch your nervous system off is important. So those are kind of two things in one. Okay, that's in the topic of overspending. The next thing, the next way you overspend, and this is kind of, again, what I do a lot of, this is the practical biology stuff, is inflammation leaks. So we're talking food intolerances, mold, heavy metals, high sugar diet, or just a bad diet for your body, poor sleep quality, chronic stress, too much or too little fat for your body's ideal, nutrient depletions, there might be autoimmune conditions going on, so you know that's that um, immune system dysregulation happening, there's poor um, digestion, there is skin issues happening, like poor detox pathways, these would be like, you know, I was talking about that bucket, these would be holes, like you've got food intolerances, you drink too much alcohol, you have a bunch of medications that just have known side effects, um, and again, that doesn't mean you have to change that, it's just knowing, it's just being aware that that's maybe a plug, um, or um, a hole in your bucket, you're chronically stressed, your sleep is really poor, and you may be a slightly underweight those are all going to drain your energy. And if you want to have more energy, you need to plug those things so that your cup can overfloweth. Okay. I hope this has been really helpful for you. I am so passionate about you having energy. I really am. So if you have not signed up for the Energize program, this is a live seven day program with me. It is a way that we can work together over this group program and I'm going to share with you some of the key things, go into way more detail than I can possibly do on a podcast to really help you to double your energy and really feel good. So if you haven't signed up for that, I think, um, well, I'm not sure when this is going live, but sign up. Join me, there'll be live workshops, there'll be modules, it's going to be simple, but I'm going to, I, I'm so passionate about you having more energy. If you, I, I just think it's, just think of what would be possible if you just had 10% more energy than you had right now, what would you do with it? Like it's, it's exciting to think about what impact could you have? What could you enjoy? How much pleasure could be in your life? What could you create? What like could happen if you had just 10% more energy? It'd be wild. So join the Energize program. Go to keziahall.com forward slash Energize. Energize is spelt with an S. Um, and join me there. All the links will be in the show notes. Link is also on my uh, Instagram and I'd love to see you in there, okay? I hope otherwise, I hope this has been helpful, and I will see you next week for another episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients, so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me, and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you, and answer all of your questions, and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me, and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply. (laughs) (laughs) which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird, weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea. Okay. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.